dude, what's green and sticky? A booger. You're not far off, but the correct answer is a green stick. My answer was better than that. No, it was not, because it's a green stick. I went by the literal definition of something <laughs> that is green and sticky. Okay. It's sticky and like, is it not? What else is green and sticky? Boogers, like you mentioned. Also, slime. A little food coloring. But is slime sticky? Yeah. It's gross and kind of... I mean, sticky is just, you know, you determine that based off of how long it takes to get off your hands. I guess. So does that make paint sticky? Hmm. No, I wouldn't say paint sticky. I would just, well... You see what I mean? <laughs> the residue of paint, does it get sticky? Well, if it dries, it becomes pretty sticky, but not in the stick form. Listen, dude, I think you're sticky. I, I kind of am. I mean, look at you. About 130 pounds. Because you're always fucking with me. Yeah. I can never seem to, to get <laughs> you, you off. Are serious? Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, dude, you don't want to get me off, bro. I'll, uh, I'll, uh... <laughs> that came off so fucking wrong. <laughs> Not get you off. Get I, you away from me. Yes, How about that? Correction. <laughs> very poor choice of words today from Mr. Zaid K. Dahaj. <laughs> we all have those moments, don't we? Yeah, we do. We do. Uh, man, what's a, what's a great life path like to take today? I, a, I just hit you with a random question. I know that. But a great life path would be to do some research on the life path numbers. Really? What, is the, what are the life path numbers? I really don't know shit about them, but uh, apparently they are tied to astrology. Like, I'm considered a Master Life Path 33, which is a master teacher. Okay. So a lot of people on Twitter tell me that I'm, like, destined to be influential in some way. Okay. Which kind of makes sense considering what I'm doing, but... It's a good path to take, or good path to be given. Other than that, I really don't know much about it. Hmm. Like how you Why did you come up with that question, though? I, I it's such a random-ass question. I know, and if you know me well enough, you know that I'm a random dude sometimes. Or actually, for the most part. Very spontaneous, as very, we mentioned in the last spontaneous episode. spontaneous and random. Check and it out. Why. I like to do this a lot because, just like life, it likes to backhand you with dumb-ass shit that you do not expect. Correct? Mm -hmm. Correct. Correct. So, I'm going to do the same thing, willingly. I'm going to start asking people just like hit them with a train question, right? Mm -hmm. If you were to choose a life path today, what would it be right now? Let's go. You have seconds to think. About writer. It. Boom. See? Freelance writer who gets to write wherever he wants and earns a large sum of income as well as cryptocurrency. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you like the riches. Okay. I'm going to throw that question back at you. Back at me, huh? Mm -hmm. Life path today. Interior designer. Really? Yeah. Huge Not cinematographer. Pri huge private client list. I don't know. Sometimes. But here, not cinematographer. You say that. But cinematographer, interior design, set design, mm -hmm. wardrobe, it really all stems from the same place. And it's kind of the understanding of palette systems. True. What goes with this? What doesn't? It's a very aesthetic yeah. way to approach life. It's in everything within that field or anything that I just mentioned is basically the same route. Mm -hmm. But they're different things. They're different things. So if like gun to the head, you would choose interior designer. Gun to the head. If you were to ask me right now, today, 
Yes, that's the first thing that I thought of. Interesting. I would have never thought yeah, that I mean, would be well, your choice. Here's the thing. Naturally, I would be a cinematographer. Mm-hmm. Because that's what I naturally like, and that's what I naturally am good at. But I don't see, like, you see that question? Just got, it hit me today. It didn't hit me yesterday. And today, I felt like that was my answer. So tomorrow it could change. It can, just like my mood. Anything beyond those two options? Yes. Restaurant owner. Mm. Do you know why? Because there's an element of interior design there? Not what I was thinking, but sure. And because you love food? Not just that. <laughs> no. Think about it. People in their happiest place is usually when they're eating. Correct. No matter what you are, skinny, fat, obese, normal. Yeah, I will say, like, when you have a nice meal, especially if you go for long periods without food, mm -hmm. a nice, juicy meal in front of you, whatever it may be, it taps into something primal. Yeah. Because that means survival. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, we have the same brains and the same physiology that we did as, like, yeah. As our ancestors. And our stomachs make us happy. They do. And we've mentioned that before. You know, the gut is very important to your well-being. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's going to affect your mood day in and day out. Okay, so let's choose three. So you, have, three. you already have three. Interior designer, yeah. cinematographer, restaurant owner. Two of which I would restaurant never owner. thought. And I didn't even finish why I would be a restaurant owner. Why? Well, if food makes people happy, I enjoy seeing people happy. Imagine being the owner of a restaurant. That's like opening up for a DJ set to millions of people every single day. You're just spreading happiness. Yeah. Open up shop, boys. We're in town. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. it's, a, it's a great feeling, honestly. And it's... It, I would be a cool owner, you know? Sauce is free. Don't worry. Now imagine if you had a chain. An international chain. Then you're spreading happiness on a global scale. Mm-hmm. But is it happiness, though? Because It's you, momentary you know, pleasure. You know me. Too much of a lot of things turns into crap. Yes. Too much of a good thing can become a poison. Yes. Too much of a bad thing mm -hmm. is absolutely a poison. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to need you to remind me, what am I again? A French Adidas model who hasn't quite made it yet? <laughs> I like how that's your answer every time. Dude, what did you want me to answer with? Balance. Balance. <laughs> well, you're both, but yeah. a French well, Adidas I, model guess, comes to yeah, top of mind. Yeah. Listen, a French Adidas model <laughs> needs to be quite balanced in order to maintain his life, his social circle, <laughs> his business life. I like how you've just taken on the French Adidas model as an identity now. I mean... Listen, some identities, they're not bad ideas. You get me? Mm -hmm. You know, in a, in a different world, if, this, if cinematography did not work out, maybe I would just do that and work with other cinematographers. I mean, you could have a worse one. You could be like the Puma. Or no, the Puma. What? The Puma model. I don't know. The, the Puma by LV. <laughs> Why? I don't even want to see that collab. No, no, it's no, a no, shit no. collab. <laughs> You know, actually, let me answer, okay? Yeah. 
these are my three. Professional soccer player, writer. And? The third one's hardest. Reader. Fuck off. Can you imagine getting paid to read? Are you serious? You know what? Screw it. I'll, I'll choose a reader. <laughs> yeah, because it just goes hand in hand. Just you read something. You write about it. And then you're living a happy life from both ends. True. But it brings me to this question. Mm -hmm. What are some of the shittiest collabs you've come across? I don't know. Wait, I have to think about this. That's the point. One second. Let me see where my mind is jotting. Hmm. Are you thinking of any? I really don't have any, but I'd have to search it up. <laughs> Because the worst collab of all time and that I've seen. Hold on. Excuse my typing. I'm not sure, dude. It's a hard one, isn't it? Yeah, it is a hard one because I don't know if there have been any shit collabs. Maybe like a Supreme I, by Gucci. Something. I think, and you know what really annoys me? Yeah. Is the triple collab with fast food restaurants? You have a Carl's Jr. Oh my God. mixed with like a Taco, Taco Bell. Bell mixed with a Pizza Hut. Yeah, no, it, well, it, <laughs> those aren't the chains that would be put together. But K, uh, what, what was it? There was the it's a company. It's one company that owns all, so they kind of have like certain locations with all three names. Yeah, on the same menu. So you know, you walk in, be like, "Hello, welcome to KFC Taco Bell. How can we help you?" And you're gonna be like, "Uh." Yeah, I'll take two chicken crispy strips and one chicken quesadilla, mm -hmm. three gorditas, one personal pan pizza, <laughs> and a grape Sprite. The KFC yeah. Taco Bell is a pretty shitty collab. Yeah. I can't even find any just, on the internet. It, it, it sounds horrendous when you're really ordering like that. But at the same time, depending on the day and what you are going through, I can see why you would order that. It's well, it's not going to be, it's going to be a fun time downing it, but it's not going to be a fun time shitting it out. Well, listen, downing it from the first stage, but then downing it again is the worst part. <laughs> you know, because it goes down, but then it goes down. It goes way, way down. down. Yeah. And uh, that's not down. No. So we want to avoid that and uh, start cooking your chicken breasts at home. <laughs> yeah. You could do with more of that, more home cooking. Yeah. Absolutely. Doesn't hurt. I see here that you've opened up. Hmm. Six declines of modern you. Ah, yes. As identified by Kurt Hahn. This was something I came across a long time ago, but... Yeah. Do we know who Kurt Hahn is? I don't know who Kurt Hahn is, but I don't want to search him up right now. Anyways, he's a very enlightened person. Okay. He because was, uh, all of this... identified these. Yes, all of this makes sense. Now, these are six indicators that obviously show that both men and women in their youth are getting worse mm -hmm. as a whole. And we'll go through these and we can talk about each of them. Uh, but number okay. one... What do you mean by... What is, hold on. What does it mean hmm. by worse? Are we getting worse as human beings? Or what do you... Yeah, getting worse as human beings, becoming more stupid, oh, more becoming stupid. unhealthier. So we're not using ourselves to the maximum capacity, basically. Exactly. Okay. And there's no upward trajectory, there's a downward There's a downward one. trajectory, okay. Gotcha. So yeah. it's a decline of everything, including mm -hmm. fitness and health. Yeah, the first one is decline of fitness due to modern methods of locomotion. Obviously, gotcha. we sit too much, we're unhealthy, we don't exercise. That's apparent. We don't even need to discuss that. Mm -hmm. 
Two is the decline of initiative and enterprise due to the widespread disease of spectatoritis, mm. a.k.a. excessive indulgence in forms of amusement in which one is a passive spectator rather than an active participant. Okay. Now, the immediate example that comes to my mind is the difference between being an athlete on the field mm -hmm. and being somebody on the stands who constantly bitches about the athlete's performance. Yes. That's a good good one. That's a good example. Mm -hmm. I can't really relate much in, in, in the sports sense, mm -hmm. but I do see where you're coming from. Because who... No one has the right, you know, if you're sitting there, you're ha you have no right to speak, especially when you know your own teammates. Like, I'm, I'm sure you've, you've, you've probably dealt with other things with these bench warmers. <laughs> these bench warmers? But that's what they are. They're yeah, bench warmers. Yeah, they're bench warmers. Especially yeah. Nice and right here for the winter. Mm -hmm. But they, they, I'm assuming that they probably just have these terrible habits of like not showing up to practice. Yeah, not doing the team player things to do, mm -hmm. and then they bitch. So then that pisses you off. It's not necessarily the complaining. That's that's like the surface level um, example of it. I would say the biggest problem with bench warmers, not just in athletics but outside of it, yeah, is that they don't have the balls to put themselves on the line. Yeah. That's what I find interesting is that you take it outside of sports and you try to apply it to other scenarios. Yeah, which I, I mean, and I'm trying to think of one, and it's kind of quite difficult to think of one. Maybe we're just around really good people, but <laughs> well, another example I think is being the like if you're in the personal development realm, mm -hmm. and you are absolutely obsessed with like becoming a better person and evolving into like a higher level, mm -hmm. but then all you do is read and study. And like take okay. notes, but you're not actually so, doing fucking yeah. anything to change the your life. Practice. There's a there's a step missing, which is which is taking in the practice and clocking in the hours. Exactly. Doing it. Mm -hmm. Ah. Ha, ha, ha. Okay. Do you, do you that, have any that other is examples? Declining. That is declining. I I don't really have many examples, but the one that I would have came up with would have been that self discipline loop. Yeah. Where you're just reading and going back and reading and you're just orgasming on this idea <laughs> of being fully developed. <laughs> but what are you really accomplishing? Are you really developed? You're just declining. So yeah. you're in a worse state than when you started. You're declining because you, you think you're you're making progress, but yeah. you're actually wasting time. Yeah. It's the crazy. It's the productivity up here, which is what you need for when you're trying to unwind. Mm -hmm. Not when you're trying to get things done. Mm -hmm. No, good point. Yeah. Uh, next one, I think you'll like this one. Okay, decline of memory. Decline of memory and imagination due to the confused restlessness of modern life. Mm, this one, dude, I can, oh my God, diet, lifestyle, just everything, substance. What comes to mind? Man, bro, like, like I just said, any, pretty much anything comes to mind. Yeah. Weed, alcohol, mm -hmm. salt. Salt. Um, supplementation. Mm -hmm. You know, overdosing on these metals that you don't necessarily need to have that much of, like iron. Yeah. And right. it's interesting. When you take that, when you take pills in pill form, it's really hard to just lose track of how much you're actually taking in. 
because we're used to seeing everything in food form. Mm -hmm. And all of those things impact memory and imagination, of course. But the confused, the confused restlessness. Confused restlessness. Yes. I felt restless this. Restless leg syndrome is a huge thing now. Mm -hmm. That wasn't really too big of a thing. It's just you can see that there's an incline somewhere within the people that more people are just reporting restless leg syndrome. Or Why? other people who need to bite on something. Yeah. Or Completely play with a pen. individuals. But sometimes we have restless legs. Yeah. That's why. So every doctors are trying to uncover it right now. And I believe that upon the research that I've done, it always talks about nutrition. Plays a huge role. Nutrition, when to stop caffeine, when to start caffeine. How much you need to have per day. And all that good jazz. Mm-hmm. Agreed. That's gonna uh what? I mean you can you you can vouch for this. It's all about the the habits you form for waking up and going to sleep. That's what's going to help you wake up and go to sleep. Yep. Shocker, right? Big shocker. Big shocker, dude. Uh, moving on to number four. Decline of skill and care due to the weakened tradition of craftsmanship. Now, when I read that, what came to mind immediately is the idea that society doesn't value mastery anymore. Um, and there's a great book called, um, actually, Mastery by George oh, Leonard. I was going to say, is it called Mastery? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a great book. It talks about how society basically m bombards you from all angles uh, to convince you that mastery is not worth it and that you should always be jumping ship, moving on from one thing to another to another. Huh. Never satisfied with the one thing. Yeah. That's completely wrong. We know that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Of course. This, there's this thing where everyone just plays dumb nowadays, you know? Like, it's, we know these things, and everyone just decides to play dumb. Like, oh, I, or they choose not to think about it. Or <laughs> ignorance. Ignorance, like, not from the side of racism anymore. Just ignorance as a human being. You're just, you don't care much for things that are flying at you. Things like you, and they're mm. attracted to you. And you're just swinging them away. Or that would be labeled as willful ignorance. I think ignorance is more so just not knowing. Which I think the really? a lot more people just because don't know. The word ignorance has it, it gets derived from a verb. Let's do some research. You know, if I'm ignoring something, I am actively doing it. Yeah, a lack of knowledge, understanding, or education. Yeah. But the way I see ignorance mm -hmm. is we, we would like to stick by the definition. Yeah. But the way I see it is that it's very motivated. Like it's, it's internally sparked. Mm -hmm. Like you should have you, the curiosity you, you to learn to more. You want to ignore it because you feel heated towards it. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. So it's kind of like uh, something's pushing and pulling. It's not really lack of knowledge. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know. Yeah, okay, dude. Yeah. Did you really mention that to me? 50,000 times over the past two years? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay, next one. Too much. too much. It is too much. Decline of self-discipline due to the ever-present availability of stimulants and tranquilizers. Now, this is an obvious one, like a few of the other ones, but drugs, fast food, yeah, you name it, people are addicted to 
Short-term stimulus. Short-term stuff. Uh, number six, decline of compassion due to the unseem- unseemly haste with which modern life is conducted, or as William Temple called it, spiritual death. Compassion. How would you describe compassion? Compassion for me, I think, is just the ability to... It ties in with empathy, the ability to understand somebody else's situation and how they feel, Mm -hmm. but also solely approaching them as a human being with love. Yeah, so like an open heart. Yeah, having an open heart. Open heart. You don't have to be totally like empathetic and sympathetic. And and I said that like sympathetic (laughs) for some reason because it's just you're opening your whole heart. But you can do it in increments. You can you can have like somewhat of an open heart to kind of just like take in or help them go through something. In most cases, that's usually what you're going to run into. Yeah. Is helping someone go through something. Also, having an open heart doesn't necessarily mean that you're like flowering them with compliments and shit like that. Like you're all yeah, no, wishy-washy about silence. the situation. Sometimes it's silence. It's just purely eye contact and, and I am here to basically hug you with my environment. Mm-hmm. Let me hug you with my environment, baby. Safe space, baby. Okay, so those are the six. Yeah. Now, Han also proposed four solutions to these problems. Number one, fitness training. Mm-hmm. To compete with oneself in physical fitness, in so doing, train the discipline and determination of the mind through the body. Now, training your body isn't just exclusive to your physiology. It translates into every other area of your life, mm-hmm. which is why I think that's one of the most important things that somebody could begin with if they're not happy or they're lost, make sure you train your body and you'll see how that impacts your finances, relationships, yeah, mindset, everything. That's, that's absolutely correct. I, I like digging into the root of things and working up from there. Mm-hmm. I do that with everything in my life. I think it's a good tactic. Like you just mentioned. Um, working on your body and working on yourself, it's going to project onto everything you work on. Yeah. And that's why you start like that. I'm mm-hmm. going to use this example again because everyone does and they do for a reason. Make your bed in the morning. <laughs> Every damn morning. You are fucking militant about this making bed stuff, huh? Yes, because it's not <laughs> about making the bed. I know it's deeper than yeah, that. It's deeper than that. It's it's so you okay, we now got an immediate task completed after we woke up. So you're telling yourself it's go time. Mhm. That's first thing. 2 weeks later you implement you you drop in another thing. So after doing your bed, you fold some laundry and put it in the dresser. I don't know. Whatever you want it to be. Get some sun on your balls. I don't know. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> Do do something. Yeah. When you give things purpose, they become things to do, and then it becomes a list, and it becomes something you can't live without, and it becomes your wake up. Mm. That's how you truly wake up. Facts. Yeah, just don't stop moving. And then guess what? You'll get to rest at night. Mm-hmm. Every day. That's why I say seal the, seal the deal for the day, because you got to be proud of yourself. You got to be accomplished and feeling accomplished and then laying it out for the next day go to sleep philosopher Said laying it out bingo solution number two 
Yes, expeditions. Sir. Examples via sea or land to engage in long, challenging endurance tasks. Expedition. This is something almost nobody does these days. Challenging endurance. I was thinking about this like a couple of days ago. I wanted to do um, one of those like circuit trainings where they tell you everything you need to know about your body type, mm -hmm. your where you stand physically, your endurance level, and all that. And I'm like, you know what? I haven't actually challenged my body in forever. I've been doing the same routine thing. Yeah. Right. Volleyball on Sundays, random spike ball, mm -hmm. running, biking, that kind of stuff. I hear you. Right. And then you got like the four to five days a week of gym, which is just like, I'm not even bodybuilding. I'm just going straight for my mental. So I'm lifting weights, but I'm not going for intensity. Mm -hmm. And I think I missed that. We, we all miss that we all deep miss down. That. The challenging endurance day to day is not there anymore. It's just on specific days and weekends. Yeah, the, the thing that makes it so tough nowadays is when people think expeditions via sea or land, like you're not going to take a boat all the way to Spain. Yeah. Nobody does that. You just take a plane, you sit comfy in either first class or economy, and you call it a day. Yeah. And that's it. There's no inherent challenge in that. Every society makes it so that every step of the process is just easy. Yeah, you're right. So you have to go for alternative methods like the mud runs. Mm -hmm forcing yourself to go on a like 5k something like that get dirty and i would say this more to the the guys mm. don't be afraid to get dirty man get dirty get dirty every once in a while one thing i can't stand is going on a trip and then someone needing to shower like every six hours <laughs> oh my god my my skin's oily what's my, up dude you need a pedicure too yeah like what's going on <laughs> you know you you willingly put yourself in this situation you know we're on the road for the next couple of days you know why that's so off-putting for, for men? Why? Because it's a feminine trait. Right. Only women do that. Am I tripping? Only women are concerned with that shit. I'm concerned. Like, dude, don't get me wrong. I take care of myself. No, I know, but I'm talking about like every four hours or... Yeah, I, I guess. But it's just, it's really the, the uncomfort of sil sitting there with dirt. Mm -hmm. As men, how did we grow up in the desert, man? I don't know. I don't remember. You know, I don't. I don't think. I technically grew up in the and desert. If you really, really, really think about it, we haven't really seen a true man mm -hmm. probably since before the 1800s. Damn, that's a statement. <laughs> that's quite a statement. Yeah, since the olden days. Mm. We're talking scrolls. We're talking scrolls, bro. So, and that's just my personal opinion. Yeah, and this goes for me too. Mm -hmm. right challenging expeditions daily crazy things are not normal anymore yeah we don't even face that we don't face a quarter of it maybe a quarter but. do something hard and do it for a long time mm -hmm. solution three projects involving crafts and manual skills yes perfect example the 2am podcast is a project yeah it's a project we focused on for two years now mm -hmm. so and we had like for, we had a short project yesterday where we were printing and making a photo wall. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whoever saw my story probably saw that. And yeah, but the photos are they're all over there now. But we're going to start a photo wall. So Self-explanatory. We, we make some daily projects every once in a while, and it's mm -hmm. necessary. And as you can see, we've, we're always changing the set. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's important to pour yourself into a project. Mm -hmm. Give your time, energy, and money to it, and on the other side of that, there will be 
some reward. Now, the last solution is rescue service, which is an interesting one. Mm -hmm. Surf life-saving, firefighting, first aid. Now, I think why he included this one as the last one is because he wants people to take themselves out of themselves and yeah. to focus on other people, to share a sense of community, to gain uh, pleasure from helping a fellow brother or sister. Mm -hmm. Rescue service. It's an interesting one. I didn't really think about that. Yeah. But, but I like that. I like that it allows you the chance to really get out of yourself. Mm -hmm. Which Have is very you important. Have in a situation like that? Like what? Here's a little story. I was leaving Long Beach one night. It was around 2 a.m. <laughs> and quite late. There was barely anyone on the streets. And I was at a red light. And in the midst of the fog, I just see a car rolling down and it was totaled. Mm -hmm. It was just rolling down at like maybe four miles per hour in the middle of the intersection. Jeez. Coming out of the fog. And I'm like, what the hell? Yo, like this car accident just happened, man. You can see the smoke. So I get out of the car. It's at a red light. There's no one behind me or anything. And I turn on my emergency. I go to the car and there's a girl that's just drunk inside. And she's, she's just gone. Mm. and i'm like dude man that yeah this sucks this girl's gonna just destroy her life yeah right i'm looking for the other car it's foggy mm -hmm. so i kind of wrap in a circle and i go to the left far corner of the intersection and i see in the pit there's a there's like a 1998 ford explorer just smashed in the pit in the pit damn okay at this point I don't know who Saeed is. I don't know what city I'm in. I don't know anything. And I'm like, okay, hold on. There's no one here. I need to either just think real quick. What's the first thing I should do? Call the authorities. Cool. Call the authorities. And then I helped the girl. The car kept rolling. Mm. So we had to like, uh, there was another guy that came out and he helped me kind of just push it so we can offer resistance to the car so we could stop fucking rolling yeah obviously it was just a very crazy moment um i got cut from the car but it was just like that that's how you know it was like a, a mild adrenaline moment mm. um, i was bleeding i didn't know and uh the authorities came they kind of started asking us questions separately what happened did you see anything no i didn't see anything so they had to figure out everything and they let me go and you helped out a fellow human being but i forgot who i was i didn't know who i was who my family was or anything but i was just so focused on them Mm. And that out-of-body experience is crazy. Yeah, it really is. And when you help someone, you know, sometimes in a situation like that, you'll feel sad about it. But then you, you, you just have to accept that it's not your life. And you were only there to be a witness and possibly a hero today. That's it. Take pride in that. Take pride in it. You don't have to feel bad for everybody. I think, mm. I think that's some, something everyone feels bad about or guilty. Is You're always making the wrong decision because it's going to affect someone else. Yeah. But in all reality, if would they do that for you? No, they would not. Maybe they wouldn't. They probably wouldn't. I would, I would rather assume that they wouldn't and just be selfish about it. Because at the end of the day, when I roll into my grave, I'm there alone. Before you roll into your grave, <laughs> listen to the 2AM podcast, please. Yes, please. <laughs> You can find us at two, uh, YouTube at the 2AM Podcast. You can also find us on Instagram at the 2AM Podcast. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor.fm, Lipsyn, and all major streaming platforms. 
tell your friends and family to tune in. And we'll see you next time on episode number 120. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Yes, sir. We love you guys. Take care.